So today I want to talk about the Endless Game. It has been over a decade since this game has lived, and it's been through its glory days. It's become a worldwide great game that has most definitely been known by everyone. Everyone has at least heard of it once, perhaps even played it. I hope you have, it's fantastic. The game would be Minecraft. It's become absurdly popular with its player base constantly growing, even today after a whole decade. But what I want to try and answer is why was this game so successful and why was this game loved by so many people over a vast, vast many years? So the first thing I want to talk about is its major point, creativity. Minecraft is a boundless game, allowing players to create whatever they want. In the beginning, there wasn't a whole lot to do except for build, and so you could figuratively make anything that really pleased you. If you want to recreate uh, the Egypt pyramids, you could do that. If you wanted to recreate Notre Dame, which by the way did happen, you could go and make that. If you want to create something that randomly popped in your head, you could go and do that. It was quite limitless. Creativity was the biggest part of Minecraft. Um, many tours really push creativity to its limits. It's in, even on release, official release of the game, there was no game at the time that allowed you to have this much power. At the same time, if you don't want to you know, spend all the time in, in survival, and to go get the resources by hand, you can go and creative, and just make things, you know, however much you want, however small you want it to be. Um, one of the greatest things was when they added a new redstone mechanic, and so there was way harder, way more difficult things that you could make. I put in the description of this video a link to a YouTube video, which is someone who made a working computer within Minecraft. On top of that, maybe there are some boundaries that you find that are a bit irritating that really limit your creativity. So there are tons and thousands and thousands of mods for Minecraft that you can download to even further explore the uh, edges of the game, I will say. So you can truly get it to be whatever you want. Next thing I want to put in here is servers. There are a magnificent, just absurd number of servers out there, so being pretty dormant and abandoned, but servers are huge for Minecraft in general, especially in the beginning. Um, a way for players to come together and play with each other, whether that be, you know, in a PvP point or, you know, just building together is 
insane. So not only do you have creativity with practically no bounds, but you also are able to use that creativity and do use it with others and in groups. Certainly, like I mentioned before, servers have mini games. Minecraft didn't make these mini games. Mojang never made the mini games. They're made via commands, in-game commands, or um, outside modded scripts that are added to the game that admin and other people made and put it into the servers. So you're taking a game and making mini games with that game. Which then allowed more players to want to join these servers and come together and interact with one another. So that's a pretty big part of why it has lasted so long. But there is one specific mini game that has impacted the gaming industry even to this day. I will say that there are there were other technically battle royales at the time. However, I feel like Minecraft's Hunger Games minigame or survival games minigame is the most impactful by far. Which will bring us to our, my third little section here in the podcast, which is the Battle Royale. Minecraft has had the biggest impact on, Minecraft, on the gaming community for years and years by having this little mini game that was never made by Mojang or ever intended to exist by Mojang. It's survival games, which is very similar to Hunger Games. Um, I remember it used to be literally all the players would spawn on these little pillars, they would drop down, there'd be a cache of loot in the middle, and then little chests of loot all around the map. You fight to that. It was amazing. Um, and coincidentally, ever since then, there's suddenly been tons of different battle rails. There have been uh, several before. Fortnite, uh, I mean, there's PUBG. There's no statements about those developers that have made the recent Battle Royals being inspired by Minecraft, but it is very coincidental. I will say that. Uh, there was also like Arma as well, which is kind of Battle Royale ish. Minecraft uh, minigame, survival games has been the most similar to what we would think of as a Battle Royale today. So to really bring this all to a conclusion, it was successful because it had a, I won't want to say a mechanic, but it had the ability of creativity. You could quite literally do practically anything in the game. Like I said, someone made a computer, a whole working computer in Minecraft. If you want, you can install mods and make, have a real computer inside of Minecraft. There's also a multitude of other pissing contraptions, such as like hidden doors. There's elevators, which was never intended to be in the game, but with redstone mechanics, you can make that if you wanted. 
the railway systems that will take you across the entire map. Uh, another thing that I wanted to say is that it's also practically endless. So you have as much space to do whatever you wanted. Quite awesome. I what's made it such an awesome game and why has it lasted this long? The, the creativity part. No limits. As well as the servers. There's a specific server called um, 2B2T that is known to be absurdly toxic. This server has a multitude of clans that have their own little outside servers for chat and communication. That's how serious they have gotten. They've had a multitude of instances that become popular amongst the Minecraft community. Um, scandals and such, such as selling in-game items amongst one another for real-world money, sometimes making thousands, which kind of blows my mind because that's just ridiculous. Um, what else has happened there? Tons of griefing and, and the, the builds that happen on there, or even just the builds that happen on servers with dedicated people are just absolutely ridiculous. There is a library that was made to have full-on free speech amongst every country because governments don't ban a video game. And since you can join any server within that within Minecraft, you know, you can see whatever is on there. And so there was a freedom library where they started to put articles from all these different countries um, in this library within the like book system in the game um, with audio recordings as well for some of those countries. And that way Everyone can hear what's happening in any country in the world. Of course, it's very early development. They'll have all the articles in there from every country, but it's a work in progress and it's starting to break the bounds so that those countries who don't hear about what's going on, you know, um, like in Russia, now we have straight up articles straight from Russia that I can go look at from any country just because I'm on a video game. Quite insane what people have done on there. Community projects. Uh, I've had a teacher from high school who had a school project on Minecraft recreating historic places in the world. And then, like, it's, it's amazing. Now there's, like, engineering that's been done on there. Replications, uh, architecture for college level classes. It's great. Highly recommend you all check it out if you haven't checked out that game yet. I'm gonna head out.